Hello and welcome to Cracking One Open. I'm Mike. And I'm Elise. And on this episode, we'll be, well, I mean, we're going to be cracking two open. I guess technically. But we really technically crack two open. Every time? Almost every time. Mm. Except for that one episode we did the wine. All right. And the six pack series. Okay. And the Sam's, that like big bottle. Well, of, the Sam Smith. Yep. And I think we did a big bottle of Elysian too. Oh, y- yes. The Night Owl. No, we got a six pack of those. Mm, I don't know. There may have been some exceptions. Uh, all right. All right. I'll take it back. So we're not always cracking one open for you. In fact, we're cracking at least one open. We're very seldom cracking one open for you. <laughs> we're usually cracking two open for you. <laughs> one for us, one for our homies. <laughs> Pour it out. <laughs> Never. That's a waste. Yeah. Oh, well, obviously. Pour it out in my homies. In your heart. Pour it out. <laughs> it's a metaphorical pouring out. <laughs> the stuff costs money. <laughs> right. Jesus. Anyway, what two are we cracking open today? <laughs> well, this week we are cracking open Supman, which is a session strength version of the core double IPA from Nod Hill Brewery, which is located in Richfield, Connecticut. According to their website, Nod Hill was founded in 2017 with the goal of crafting, quote, expressive, balanced and unique beers that encourage a spirit of thoughtful enjoyment, end quote. The original idea for Nod Hill began back in 2008 between father and son team Dave and Rob and was sparked after traveling to Austria. Other sources of inspiration include Dave's time keeping and serving cask ale in London, as well as many trips to Vermont in the, quote, nascent years of the hazy IPA. Nascent years. Nascent years. The two, baby. Two or three years ago. I'm, I'm going to say it's. Probably more than that, considering how it was like all the rage for a pretty decent amount of time. A little too long, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, 2019, 2018, maybe it started. Yeah. I guess yeah. that was five years ago now. Yeah. Wow. I know. It, wow. hurt, it hurts, right? I'm old. <laughs> my bones are creaking. Ah. The arthritis is acting up. So Dave and Rob were inspired to create a venue out of their love of beer and the magical experiences they'd had at so many special places. So they brought on their friend slash skilled brewer Kyle and set out to make a place for world-class beer in Ridgefield, Connecticut. The name of the brewery refers to Nod Hill and the long winding road just southwest of the brewery that straddles Ridgefield and Wilton. That area was apparently referred to as the Nod Hills in the 1700s before it was formally part of either town. I really liked this quote from their website, quote, Nod is one of those wonderfully old sounding names that is preserved in many New England towns. It evokes fairy tales, biblical imagery, local legends, and perhaps some of the long lost native place name. To us, it is a reminder of the community we are a part of an acknowledgement of our rich local history and an evocative yet rooted name that has inspired us to be creative with the names of our beers. Couldn't have said it better myself. Nod Hill gravitates toward hot forward American ales, traditionally minded European styles, and both clean and mixed fermentation oak aged beers. Nod Hill is also all about sustainability. As of April 2019, the brewery is 100% solar powered, 
There's actually uh, an aerial photo of the brewery on their website and every inch of their roof is solar panels. Um, mad props, mad props. Yeah. So those panels offset 100% of their electrical usage, as well as the other businesses that are located in the same building. And they're able to push at least 5,600 uh, kilowatt hours per year back into the power grid, which is pretty impressive. Noise. Like not only are they fully solar powered, they're giving back too. So they also send all of their spent grain to local farms and have implemented clean wastewater practices. And their grounds are part of the Norwalk River Pollinator Pathway, which is a project organized by volunteers from town conservation organizations to establish a pollinator friendly habitat and food sources for bees, butterflies, hummingbirds, and other pollinating insects and wildlife along a series of continuous corridors. It's just a really cool project that you can actually be a part of, even if you're just a private resident with a decent amount of land um, that you can manage. And it's not just in Connecticut. There are organized pollinator pathways in Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey, Rhode Island, Vermont, Pennsylvania, and Oregon. And basically, you have to just have native plants, manage invasive species without the use of pesticides or herbicides, and there are some other like easy stipulations like letting your grass grow a little bit longer, planting more shrubs or trees. And if, if you want more information, visit pollinator-pathway.org. I think it's just a really cool idea. I fully support it. And like I would totally be down to participate whenever we own like that much land, <laughs> hypothetically. I don't know if I like my dogs walking in the tall grass. What with the ticks and such. Not tall grass, just like not like meep. Not meep grass? Yeah. But anyway, um, at the moment, probably because they self-distribute, Nod Hills beer is only available in Connecticut and New York. Um, but let's get to the beer. As beer. I <laughs> As I mentioned, Supman is basically a session strength version of Supermantis, which is Nod Hill's flagship double IPA. Have we had Supermantis before? I don't recall. I don't think so. I know we've had beer from Nod Hill before. Yes, we did cover one other beer from them and it was excellent. That was either last year or the year before. So while Supermantis clocks in at 8.7%, Supman clocks in at an easy drinking 4.35%. Nice. Nod, I like it. Yep. Nod Hill says, Supman clocks in at exactly half the ABV of its big sister, but with similar intense notes of tropical fruit, peach, and dank herbaceousness from the Citric Galaxy Dry Hop. A lighter, paler malt allows the hops to shine while making this beer incredibly easy drinking. So, obviously, we've got Citra and Galaxy. Let's talk about it. Citra hops have an ideal mix of high alpha acids and low cohumulone, which makes it good for bittering, but it's excellent as an aroma or flavor addition at any stage from pre to post boil. This is in large part due to their high mercine content, which is one of the major hop oils. It's heavily associated with citrus, but can also be found in mango, lemongrass, verbena, and grapefruit. Citra can also lend delicate and desired aromatics, including gooseberry, lychee, the ever-elusive lychee, mango, melon, grapefruit, 
orange rind, and passion fruit. And then Galaxy Hops, one of your favorites, are a unique Australian breed of hop that's descended from a German variety called Pearl. But what makes Galaxy unique is that it has the highest percentage of essential oils in the industry. That's why I love it. That's why I love <laughs> that's it. That's why, obviously. <laughs> Duh. It was first commercially produced in 2009 after nine years of testing and quickly gained popularity within Australia as well as overseas. It has amazing citrus, peach, and passion fruit aromas and is best used as a late addition, hence this beer being dry hopped. The flavor is very intense right when you use it, and then it kind of mellows out a bit as it matures. Galaxy hops have a flavor profile that is very fruity, like passion fruit, apricot, and key lime, citrus, and black currant, but no floral or spicy notes, making them very much in demand and thus hard to come by. I love me my Galaxy hops. I know. I'm very excited for this one. Local, um, not too local, but it's a couple towns away. It's called Brewport. It's mm-hmm. a brewery and a pizza place. Mm-hmm. They started brewing a beer called Make It So, which oh, is boy. all Galaxy Hops. Uh-huh. Get it? Because Galaxy <laughs> and Make It So is Captain Picard's line. Are you and sure that was Brewport? I'm positive that was Brewport. I'm 100% sure that's Brewport. Okay. Because I'm picture. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? Mm, Back East also did a beer i don't know if we covered it but we definitely had it where the can was like a galaxy and it featured galaxy hops yes i can't remember the name of it though okay Me neither. but it wasn't called make it so no but i okay. love that beer because it's all galaxy hops. it's so good yeah galaxy hops is delicious and it delicious. goes really well with pizza <laughs> anyway that's all i got oh snap so you're saying it's time to Crack to open? Crack to open. Yes, TM, 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 TM. <laughs> this is behind the scenes fact, but before we ever drink the beer, I have to adjust mm-hmm. my microphone. All the time. Because I'm always in like a super chill position. When we start. When we start, yep. and then I have to actually set up so I can actually drink the beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair, it's fair. You do you. Ready? hope so. Oh, shoot. Careful. This is going to be a foamy boy. Oh, mine is so full. Holy shit. Look. Nice. Little bit of an overpour. I don't hate it. I like the color. It's nice and clear. Straw colored. Very bubbly. Nice. Very picturesque head. It smells amazing. It's like both a, bitter and fruity yeah, I was gonna at say, the same bitter time. Bitter and fruity, exactly what I was going to say. Very strange smell. Usually get one or the other, but this is yeah. plain with both. I don't know if it's a good smell or not. It's just a new smell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Let's dig in. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Ooh, that's nice. Fruity. It, it really is like a sessionable version of a double IPA. It's got it's got some intense flavors. But very it's very fruity. Not as bitter as it smells like it's going to end up being. No, not quite. It is bitter though, just not as bitter oh, as yeah, it, yeah. as the 
it smells off. It the top. smells like it's gonna be bitter mm-hmm. AF. It's like got a creaminess to it as well. You think so? I think it might. If anybody hears any kind I of got, drilling right we've now, we've got some construction got some going construction on. Going on. So, apologies. That's what that is. And if you can't hear it, well, I'm just gonna edit out this apology. <laughs> do, do you agree though? That's got the creaminess. I gotta be honest, I'm not getting that quite yet. So I think it's the bitterness and that fruitiness mixed into one. Okay. Kind of slams together and creates this maybe cream flavor. I can't tell if it's like on the front or the back, but there's like a cream somewhere in there. I don't know. Maybe because I associate the creaminess so heavily with like cryo hops. It's not the same like vanilla bean creaminess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's tough to describe it. It feels like there's a little bit of a creaminess to it. I'll keep I'll keep searching for it. But right now, I'm honestly not getting it. <laughs> it is excellent, though. It's got a nice little burst of bitter at the beginning. That kind of mm-hmm. goes, hmm, ooh. Yeah, it's definitely like... Bitter when it hits your tongue, and then as that bitter like kind of immediately dissipates, it also gets very fruity. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of the galaxy, which is nice because yes. I, I love galaxy hops. I think we've said this before in the podcast, but galaxy hops are far and away probably my favorite hops. Yeah. Um, although I am also really warming up to all the different uh, New Zealand hops. Yeah, boy. Not warming up like I never come liked to them. the dark side. <laughs> I always liked the New Zealand hops. It's not mm-hmm. like I'm warming up to them, but. Um, galaxy hops are far and away. They've always been my favorite hops, even back in the day. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> even back when we like, started liking, even IPAs when, and getting when into, you like, didn't know stuff. exactly what galaxy was, like you gravitated towards beers with galaxy. I gravitated toward galaxy. Ah. Gravity <laughs> galaxy. <laughs> stop me. <laughs> I <laughs> can't. Stop me. <laughs> uh, but what I like with the, when you add Citra to the galaxy, mm-hmm. Like Galaxy has that papaya, the passion fruit notes, all that's really true, especially the passion fruit. Yeah. Uh, but the little bit of citra as this, the citrus notes, I hate that citrus got citrus notes because it's yeah. so corny to say, don't talk about citra and say citrus. Mm-hmm. It's like, of course, citrus. <laughs> but it does add those citrus notes, which I think work really well with those passion fruit they papaya do. notes. And you don't get this kind of stone fruity kind of like. Overly oh. peachy, like papaya, yeah, but apricot. I, I don't think that Galaxy ever goes that route. Although we, there are a lot of IPAs mm-hmm. and hops that do go that route. Mm-hmm. It never gets overly so, but I think the lime punches it up to become almost like a different fruit. Yeah. Because okay. when you get those, they don't really have that kind of punchiness of like a, ooh, like an orange or a lime or lemon or grapefruit. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, ooh, sour notes. It gives you a little something extra other than just taste. It's like, ooh. And yeah. I feel like the citra gives you that limey citrus note on the back of those passion fruit notes. Yes. On the back of that papaya note. It's like one of the last tastes that you get before the flavor disappears. Right. So you get like a galaxy hop beer, but with that little extra oomph at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is easy drinking. Yeah. And it's so flavorful for being so easy drinking. That's what I'm like so impressed. It of. is. It, it really is. You know, it's interesting because last week we had a. The blonde tart ale. Mm-hmm. 
which also didn't taste like it was as low as it was. Yep. And this week we have this beer, which also doesn't taste like as low as it is. There's a lot of flavor in here for being so low. Mm-hmm. And not that sessions don't usually have flavor. They do. I, I love Little Heaven. Yep. I love when Little Tug was out. Ah, oh, Little Tug. I love Sea Hag, but is Sea Hag considered a session? No, it's, it's 6.2. It's, it's 6.2? Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I honestly don't know if New England makes a session. They should. I'll look into it. I'm, <laughs> they have to. I'm sure they do. Um, they might. Um, Even if it's not like year round. But a lot of these sessions that we have, they have flavor. But some mm-hmm. of them are kind of set in their ways of like, they're very similar. Mm-hmm. So it's nice when you get these low four percenters that have. Yeah, that you can just like, you can kind of just like knock them back. Well, you can always, but they're also not, that's not what I'm getting at. I'm getting at, they're not one note. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the sessions we've had are like, yep, that's a session. Mm -hmm. And some are better than others. And I love sessions. So don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking sessions, but it's nice that you have other opportunities with sessions is like, you have something like this from Not Hill. Yeah. That's got these other notes that taste like a Like this is, this is worlds away from Little Heaven. Yeah, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. The Blonde Tart Ale had a lot of hop going on with it. Mm-hmm. And that was a low ABV. Although that was, again, a tart ale. Yeah. But it was pretty much an IPA in terms of taste. <laughs> this is really cool with the Galaxy Hops. And I would absolutely eat this with tons of food. Oh, for sure. This is definitely food friendly. I'm, like I could have this with almost everything. Yeah. Definitely work well with barbecue. Definitely work well with pizza. Mm-hmm. I think oh, Galaxy Hops just work really well, well with, pizza. with pizza. Yeah. So like I said, I mentioned the make it so before um, with Brewport with pizza. Mm-hmm. It works perfectly with I've had regular pizza and I had kimchi pizza with it. So both kimchi pizza. It was delicious. You're eating some fermented shit without me. I was jealous. That's right. Kombucha lady. Yeah. <laughs> they serve the kimchi on the side. I love my booch. Oh, really? It was chicken kimchi or something like that. So you got the pizza. Mm-hmm. It was. It had a sauce. It wasn't red sauce and it had the cheese and then the kimchi came separate. I guess so it doesn't burn in the oven and then you put the oh, kimchi stuff on top. Yeah, of that's true. That would kind of defeat the purpose of having kimchi on it. Yeah. So it was like warm. It wasn't like cold kimchi, mm-hmm. but it's like they might maybe put that for the last 30 seconds in its own little container in the yeah. oven and then you kind of have little tongs and you kind of spread it on the pizza That's yourself. really cool. It I was like really that. cool. And the, I can't remember if it was a special pizza or like on the regular menu. Okay. But they had it in two versions. Well, that they just had means the we have to go back option. soon. <laughs> I love Brewport. And I think we have a lot of friends that I don't think have ever gone to Brewport either. So yeah. they would all love to go to Brewport. Yeah. Everybody would like Brewport. Brewport's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And Nod Hill, though. Nod Hills, you said in Norwalk? Ridgefield. Oh, Ridgefield. That's yeah. a little further. Although sometimes there are shows that are in Ridgefield Playhouse. It's true. So yeah, maybe if we go to the next show at the Ridgefield Playhouse, we can stop by Nod Hill. That'd be cool. Going to Nod Hill and checking out. Super Mantis. Yeah. And just seeing what that's like. That sounds like a good trip. And they, it looks like they have a pretty good like tap list on draft as well. That's good. Nice variety. Do they have food trucks? That I did not see. When you actually. get that far upstate, sometimes you get it's, those super rich ripe white people who are like, we can't we have don't food, want food. We can't trucks. have food trucks. They make us look mm, no, yeah. no, 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 no. White people are the worst. No. Nah. White people with money are the worst. People with money are the worst. <laughs> That's really what it is. 
as people who aspire to have money say. Everyone <laughs> aspires to become the people with money. We just won't be the they same. They just need to know that we'll be the, you just need to know you'll become the worst. Oh no, we'll become just as bad, I'm sure. Money corrupts. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. absolutely. That's just a fact. There's no getting around that. You just become the villain that you despise or <laughs> you die a poor wretch. That's that's the only thing. <clears throat> God damn it. I'm sure we'll be pretty snobby and obnoxious as, as rich people. <laughs> I really enjoy this. I love that they over pour it. Like I've got more I can pour it in this glass still. I'm and really I excited for you to like break down this label and I hope that you figure out what made me so excited. Well, not so excited, but I can already what- tell you what made you so excited to get this. At least what would have made me really excited about this. <laughs> okay. Continue. So the can is a tall boy with a wraparound label. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh I it's it's got a doofus mantis face on it. It's just <laughs> so awesome. It's I don't even know how to do it. I guess it's line drawn with a whole bunch of lines make up the mantis. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like a, a sci-fi movie poster. Kind of esque with just line drawings. It's kind of abstract. Yeah. But he's definitely the mantis and he's like just looking at you face forward. And the can is got a star background, but a lot of it's just green. And the mantis green just kind of pops. He's got he's colored in a darker green with these light green lines making him up and these bright white eyes with dark green circles making up his eyes and he's looking head on and he's just like hey <laughs> and his arms are out and Take he's got me a to your leader he's got a what i assume is a super mantis logo on his chest oh in a, in a diamond okay stripe. yep 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 maybe i haven't seen the cub co- i haven't <laughs> seen the can art for super mantis but maybe yep and his antennas go up to the top of the can in the lines and lines come off his antennas just to make like abstract lines. Some of those lines spread out to make a hop on either side of the can. And in between his antlers is kind of like the border, make the border of the Nod Hill logo, which is, uh, looks like a campfire and a teepee and a sunrise all put together in a line, like kind of an infinity line, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Nod Hill's all capitals and a brewery on the bottom. On the right hand side, in silver writing, it says, please recycle, nodhillbrewery.com. And then 100% solar powered brewery with a, like a chalice type cup and a sun in it. I don't know if like other breweries that can do that, get that logo. Is that's like a logo you can borrow yeah. from like the association of brewers or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty cool if it is like, if you get that, you get that logo. Like, I like the fact that a lot of breweries share logos, like the independent craft brewery logo. Yeah. Like I like like unlocking awards for different breweries. Like they were achievements in a video game. I think that's cool to put on there. On the bottom half of the can, underneath the mantis's arms, it says brew with wonder, drink with joy on the left and keep cold, drink fresh on the right. And then you've got what looks like grass on the bottom, also made with lines and like city like this. Super mantis is maybe huge. (gasps) Mm -hmm. Oh, so the other green coming off of the back of the mantis isn't just the color in the can, it's his cape because he's super mantis. He's flying. That's his cape fluttering in the back. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. So super mantis is either gigantic or just flying in the background and this is the city he protects. Mm-hmm. Within one of the skyscrapers, it says one pint. 
And on the other side within the skyscrapers, it says 4.35% alcohol by volume. Uh, the barcode, which I like, is kind of within the skyscraper. Mm-hmm. So it all kind of goes within the picture. The skyscrapers are just bright white with black windows. The government warnings all squished down on the right. And then underneath the mantis, it says, sup, man. In kind of a comic booky font. Session uh, India. Yeah, pretty comic Pale book-y. ale. Now that you mention it. And then the logo on the bottom says, exactly half the ABV of Super Mantis, just as saturated with Citra and Galaxy Hop. And I think that's true. Yeah. Just as saturated. It is a ton of flavor in this. They didn't take away any flavor to make it a lighter version of the beer or a less um, alcoholic version of the beer. Mm-hmm. But also that means that Super Mantis is 9%. That's pretty high, but we've seen higher for doubles, so I guess that's okay. I think it said... Hold on, let me check. I had the. It says exactly half, and if this is four point three five, oh no, then that makes it. I think it was eight point seven. Yeah, yeah. Never mind, eight point seven. I did my math wrong. Well, I didn't do my math wrong. I thought it was at four point five after having just read four point three five. The mantis obviously drew you to the can. Yes, the doofy mantis face obviously Absolutely. was what it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what the other Not Hill can looked like to see if it was like similarly drawn in terms of lines. Yes, so. They do have very, I mean, it obviously didn't have like a a mantis on it, a praying mantis on it the same way, but it was very linear, lots of lines, like. The lines create the shape. Yeah. I think that's really cool because I'm sure if I really looked at the can, I'd find no line that wasn't in some part connected to everything. Mm -hmm. Like at all times, the lines are connected, which is really, really cool. It's a very well thought out illustration. Just like the Nod Hill logo itself. If you look at it, it's like all these crisscrossing lines that make a Oh, a absolutely. Mount- yeah. yeah. Oh, is that a mountain? So I was like, it's a campfire. I it's think a te- so. It's a teepee. It's a, it's a sun. Oh. Oh, but it's a hill. Yeah. Okay. It's a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm going to assume that you did not pick up on what I was so like nerdily excited about. Um, so. Super Mantis is the original version, and mm-hmm. this is its sister, which is half the ABV, which is why it's called Sup Man. Because oh, no, look I got at that. Super Mantis. I got Sup that the whole Man. time. Oh, well, you didn't say it. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I figured everyone would have gotten that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you'd look I at me stupid if really I pointed it out. I thought fucking clever. It is really clever. I also want to picture a mantis just going, Sup Man. <laughs> Very Joe versus the Volcano-esque. Yeah. But that's because I love Joe vs. Volcano. Anyone, anyone else a uh, big Joe vs. Volcano guy out there? Let me know. Because <laughs> apparently I'm the only one. When Hit I me up. that <laughs> mentioned that, no one else likes it. This is super easy drinking. Yeah, I am. Wow, you're already done. Done. This was delicious. You even poured the other part out of your can? Yep. Wow. I was talking too much. No, it's just really good. It's just really, really good. I don't know if this is something that I could drink outside on a super hot day. Or at least not more than one. But like any other situation, if we were inside, if we're eating, whatever. I'm down. As I'm drinking it, as it gets warmer, I can see where you're coming at. But when it yeah. was cold and we first poured it out, I could definitely drink this in the summer on the deck. Yeah. It as, definitely isn't yeah, the exactly. most easy as it, sipping. As it gets warmer, it, it gets like not quite as easy drinking. Right. The flavor is still there. It's still really good. But yeah. The bitterness really comes through as it comes to room temperature. 
I love Galaxy Hops. I love the way the Citra really helps accent that and mm-hmm. like add to it, but not take away from it. Galaxy Hops are still, you know, my favorite. Although the Pearl Hops I've never had yet, which I guess this is related to the Pearl Hops. So I wouldn't say we've never had it. We've never known that we've had it. Ooh. Right? Like we could have had it on tap. I suppose on a beer we didn't know about. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be interested to know that I had Pearl. Until I know I had Pearl, I've never had Pearl. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. But no, this is a very good beer. Very drinkable. I love Galaxy Hops. I love that it's 4.35%. Yeah. And so flavorful. Hey, empty mug club. Empty mug club now. It's just, it's nice to like have a beer. It's nice to have a beer with that much flavor and that many hops that isn't going to make you just like completely trash. Like, I just want a beer. Don't want to get drunk. I just really feel like having a beer. Yeah. And it's nice that your option, when your options aren't just limited to Pilsners or Sessions. Mm-hmm. So I do appreciate that. But that's, Is that all you got? That's all I got for Sup, man. Yeah. It's really good. Check it out. I don't see a ton of Nod Hill available at our local liquor store but then again we're on the completely opposite end of the state so Mm -hmm. um i do see it occasionally and i highly recommend when you see it grab it yeah (laughs) so thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode and if you enjoyed it please rate it review it share it with your friends and subscribe to catch our future episodes you can find us on crackandwhenopen.com or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Open, or shoot us an email at open at gmail.com with any comments, questions, or suggestions because we always want to hear from you. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. What else you got to plug? Check out my podcast, Forgotten Cinema. Check out my podcast, Forgotten Cinema, a podcast I do with my buddy Mike Field, where we talk about films that seem to be forgotten by audiences, whether it be because a more popular movie was released at the same time, or the film simply didn't catch on with an audience in its initial run. We'll discuss what we love about the movie. Maybe don't love about it, but we always recommend you revisit it. You never know, you might find your own Forgotten Gem. Forgotten Cinema is available at ForgottenCinemaPodcast.com or ForgottenEntertainment.com, as we are part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Uh, or any of your preferred podcast platforms. And I've got audiobooks I do on Audible. Look for me, Michael Butler, Sour, Switch, Art Fraud and Gangsters, Coffee at Midnight, The Final Girl, The Murder of Kelly Christopher, Vacation Planet. Check out these books. I don't get paid until you buy them. So why don't you go ahead and fucking buy them? <laughs> Sorry, that was a little, that a was little, a little hardcore. a little aggressive. I would love if you would buy my product. Gee whiz. Ew. (laughs) Neither are good. Should I cut the difference? Please buy my stuff. There we go. That's all I got. (laughs) And a special thanks for our theme, which is composed and performed by Joe Reichert. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Hello there. General McMillan, I was expecting a podcaster of your abilities to be a little older.
Anders, you're shorter than I expected. No need to be so uncivilized. I'm Anders, that's Colleen. Join us along with our co-hosts, Daniel and Flo, for yet another Star Wars podcast, because the internet can never have enough nerds talking about Star Wars. This season, we're headed, hopefully briefly, back again to the edges of Tatooine's Dune Sea to explore the new series, Obi-Wan Kenobi. We'll search our feelings for what we know is true, that changing your first name from Obi-Wan to Ben is the most effective cover story in the history of the galaxy. Yet another Star Wars podcast is available wherever you get you podcasts. Podcasts and is proudly part of the Forgotten Entertainment family.